hi everybody this is chilisa thank you so much everyone for coming back to my channel and if you're listening in the podcast thank you so much for being here it is wednesday february 14 2024 i'm here to give you um another episode i just learned we just had the super bowl here in the u.s i think everybody knows that by now this past sunday and i just learned that a church pastor doing an illustration uh regarding the super bowl in this mega church located in ohio they happened to kick the the bible itself off the stage let me tell you something i think every christian that reads the the bible knows how sacred that book is at least for me it is um i I grew up in a Christian home. I know that the word of God, everything will pass except for the word of God. The Bible itself is very sacred to me. I don't worship as an idol type of thing, but I know what the Bible, the the word of God says, meaning that's what God's will for us is regarding his word. So I take it very, um, like I see it as a very sacred thing. Even like in case you don't know, um, I am a fashion designer and I had a show in New York City during Fashion Week. Um, I believe it was almost two years ago. I cannot believe it. And this happened in Times Square. So I was getting ready for probably one of the biggest uh, Fashion Week I ever participated in. And I, how everything came together, you know, doing this fashion show. Um, in Times Square, which is something that I had dream of. And as you guys know, um, my whole goal with Julissa Designs, the brand, is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, specifically in the fashion community, and using my gifts and talents to glorify God, meaning that I am very cautious, very careful to... Because, I mean, let me tell you something briefly, and this is not even about my testimony, but... Anybody can create clothes and uh, being a fashion designer for many years. So people always tell me, you know, set sales. If you don't, you know, you're not really going to make money. If you want to go the other way, every garment has to be sexy, all of that. Like God gave me um, a deliverance from all of that when it comes to the way I was making clothing, right? I'm still in the process, but I, I actually was able to see it very clearly how I have to create more modest clothing. And if I'm going to walk around saying I am a fashion designer, trying to glorify God, really mean it. And actually my work should represent that. I'm not going to do a fashion show and say, oh, glory to God. And then use like Lady Gaga's music. Like, are you serious? It doesn't make sense, right? And it's almost like, have you ever seen people who say, you know, God first on their Instagram, then you look at their Instagram and everything is very sexualized and um promiscuous i don't even know how to describe it you're like really does god first where where you know like you looking to find it in because you know by their fruits you will know them but anyways what i'm saying is that the show that i had in times square during new year fashion week i knew it was going to be a bigger audience for me i know it was going to be a huge platform are you serious Times Square, and 
I had prayed about it, and when I finally, you know, signed the contract to do that show, I was like, this is so epic in my career, so I better make it uh, memorable. And I was like, God, what what do you want me to do? I knew he wanted me to do something because even like creating that whole collection that I presented, it was like, God, what do you want me to do with this? What are we going like in? Like I said, if I'm trying to glorify God, I better be asking God for, you know, for guidance, because if not, I'm just fooling myself. I'm saying one thing and doing another. So it was a lot of praying and fasting, trying to listen from the Lord. So when I finally got the contract, I'm like, okay, I am being led to have the models carry the Bible in their hand. And it was so crazy how that came to be. It's a long story. I'm not going to go so deep into it. I actually did a whole video about it two years ago. So you can look it up here on my YouTube channel or on the podcast. But I remember I'm like, man, what am I? Bibles? And I remember when God gave me the vision, I'm like, I'm supposed to use Bibles? I'm like, ah, that's so sacred to me. I don't... I don't want any models going like south of me during their, their walk and like disrespect the word of God. You know, they could have posed sexy with it and I would have been so mad at them. And I was like, that's very risky. I know what the word of God means to me, but this is what God wants me to do. And this is the vision that I had. So I remember I took my time when I brought the Bibles. I actually had 10 Bibles that I had bought. Um, a couple of years ago because I was giving them away on my website and because everybody has the Bible app, nobody actually requested one. So I was like, I always had them brand new. So I'm like, what am I doing with this Bible? So I just kept them in the in the studio. And when the time came, I'm like, oh, I do have Bibles. Okay, so I brought the Bibles and I spoke, took my time and spoke to each model and said, you guys, this is what God is telling me to do. And this book is very sacred. And you guys are going to hold it like you're just carrying a book. And I kind of like spoke to each one of them that was going to carry the Bible, telling them how sacred this word. But this is the, this book was for me, but this is the vision that God gave to me. But I still like during the whole show, I still felt like I was definitely taking a risk. I was walking by faith. But I still had that, not fear, but I'm like making sure that everything works, that everything goes smoothly because, you know, like I was not going to allow anybody to disrespect that book. So everything worked out great. There's videos of it. You can look it up here on my YouTube channel. But what I'm saying is to learn that this past weekend in a mega church, out of all places, in in a room filled with people of God, during the sermon, there was a pastor who put a cover like a football on a Bible and actually kicked that Bible across the stage. They kicked the word of God with their own foot across the stage. And there is something about people could be like, oh, it's just an illustration. Calm down. People always say that. It's like, hold on. You know, there are things that need respect. And I'm not saying to worship the actual book like it's an idol. But you will know what it means, okay? Everything will pass, but not, the, the, not his word. And we all know what it means. So perhaps somebody should have done some type of editing when it came to that sermon and be like, are we really going to kick the word of God off the, from the stage? 
Like, is anybody like taking that seriously anymore? Are we so like prompt to just do be create the content? You have to be you have to create the content and you have to make it because people everybody's gonna talk about the Super Bowl, so you have to be relatable. But the word of God is sacred. You have to be careful about stuff like that. Okay, because now this became vital, this whole ordeal. I'm going to read an article for you, but you have to understand there are kids watching. There's the new generation who is watching all of this. And maybe by one person in the audience, by the time they get to be 18, because now our ministry is being handed to people without any proof of fruit or, you know, background. It's like, okay, you're good. You're good with social skills. Go ahead, you know, lead the youth. What? Like, can you, like, be guided first? It's just, you know, by the time they get 18, they have a room full of teenagers and be, yeah, that's your youth pastor. And I saw this years ago at a mega church, and they kicked the word of God as a football, so we're all going to do the same thing, right? And then when one parent's one parent sees that or hears about it, then complains. It's like, okay, fire the youth pastor. No, you have to. You have to like lead the new generation. Things like this should not be happening. There should be an adult Christian behind the editing room, behind this whole skit that they created. And they would have said, hold on one second. For some reason, this does not look right to me. Imagine if the view, like that ladies from the view, start playing like football because it's like the Super Bowl or something. And then like, why don't we, you know, use the Bible as a kickball? Imagine if that would happen, then you have every pastor in America say, cancel the view. Well, maybe you won't, right? Because people in the church, they're all quiet. Nobody wants to say anything because, you know, we got to keep love is love, right? We got to keep it quiet. And it becomes the norm. If we don't say anything, it becomes the norm. The sad thing about this whole thing that happened is that this happened in a mega church. Of, I believe it's 35,000 people that goes to that church. It's just crazy to me. You know, sometimes I do have to be honest here. When I do shows like that, like New Year Fashion Week, and I'm there trying to use gospel music and having my pep talk with the models and be like, you know, no sexy poses, just, you know, you're modeling. That's it. I don't want anybody looking extra sexy. You're holding the, the Bible in your hand, whatever. I'm like, these people probably look at me like a fool. I mean, it's my, if, if the church... It's going around kicking the word of God. All pastors dress like they're playing a game, kicking the actual book, which is called the Bible, across the stage. People are looking at me like, oh, what a fool this person is trying to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ at New Year Fashion Week, even though we are called to preach the world out there. We are called to preach the gospel. And I believe definitely that is my calling because the fashion thing has been my calling for a long since i was a little girl and it's such a need because let me tell you in that show that i did in times square right after i got off the stage that my show was over i had photographers media people coming talking to me almost whispering and saying thank you so much for coming here and doing this day we need more people like glorifying god this industry needs it so much. I'm thinking to myself, why are you whispering? First of all, this is Times Square. Like I can, I cannot, I can barely hear you. It's almost like 
this thing that has never been seen. And they're like coming to here telling me, you know, if you ever need anything, call me. Like, thank you for being here. There is a world out there who needs to see our gifts and talents to actually glorify God and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the last thing that we should be doing is playing around the church, trying to be relatable, kicking the word of God across the stage. What is happening? Everything's about content, you know, we're going to go viral if we do something like that. Anyways, let me read to you guys this article briefly. Ohio mega church pastor kicks the Bible off stage during a Super Bowl Sunday service. Oh my goodness. They, I'm sure they feel so proud of themselves going viral. An evangelical mega church in Ohio kicked off Super Bowl weekend literally with a sermon that had all social media buzzing. Pastors with Crossroads Church in Cincinnati, a multi-site interdenominational church that boasts a weekly congregation of roughly, listen to this, 34,000 people. Um, Punt a copy of the Bible as part of his Super Bowl of Preaching series. The sermon was delivered on February 11th, just hours the Super Bowl, right, this past Sunday. It's so crazy because we all know what happened this Sunday to that shooting at the Lakewood Church, which is another mega church here in, in Houston. So with play-by-play announcers, color commentary, referee, and a stage covering astroturf, the crossroad pulpit resembled a stadium more than any church on Sunday morning, a senior pastor, a senior pastor, Brian Tom, Tommy or Tom, and Pastor Ali Patterson sport a football jersey as they took on the station for the pre-game, pre-game coin flip. Okay, after Tommy wins the flip, the referee asked, would you like to kick or receive the Bible? Listen, what the Jesus is coming back soon. And this is what this mega church of 34,000 people is doing. And asking two senior pastors during a skit because we want to be relatable. And we have to be epic because we want to go viral, right? This is what people are thinking about right now. And it says, would you like to kick or receive the Bible? And the response was, I will receive. Patterson is then taking a few steps back as another pastor scores up the Bible, which had a football-style book cover on it, before kicking the Bible off the station into the crowd. Patterson then high-fives her colleagues in a celebration. Patterson, back back with the kick, says, oh my goodness, and answers her saying over the PA, for the first time in 18 years, there's a touchback for the kickoff or something. Um, In another sequence, the Bible is kicked again, yet yet again, this time to a shorter distance, as the rest of the players on the stage jump on top of the book. It's so hard to even like read. This is the this is a mockery. I don't know what this. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. This is a mockery. 
This time, as the rest of the players on the stage jump on top of the book as they tackle one another, we're gonna get some emails. Here we go. Some of the announce, uh, the announcements said. So it's like they know this is controversial. They know this is disrespecting God. Yet they still want to do it because it's all about going viral now. It's about going viral and just like looking at the word of God, like it's nothing. Hey, we can dress it up as we want, basically. They dress it up as a football. They kick it across the stage in a puppy where they're supposed to be calling people. If anybody's sick among you, if anybody needs this, if anybody, oh no, we got to do a whole pregame. Forget about asking people for prayer. Nobody asks you if you need prayer anymore. Nobody, when was the last time anybody said, hey, you want, you, do you have a need? You want me to pray for something? It's either they, they're giving you a diet book before they even ask, How, how's your day been? It's crazy. This is what's happening. Basically, it's a strong message. It's a mockery. And this is done on purpose because they even say, oh, we're going to get emails about this. It's so crazy, you know, we all have to do our part. And I remember how scared I was, to be honest. When I did that show in Times Square two years ago, I was so scared. But I, I'm like, I need to obey God. This is why I said, you know, if I get to do the show in Times Square, Lord, I have to use the Bible. This is what you want me to be. It's a big platform. This is what you want me to do. I have to do it. And I remember like... Like the day after I said I got the show, I'm like, I'm going to bring the Bibles. I got to obey the Lord. I have to obey the Lord. And the minute I got to New York City, I, somebody came and tried to hit me in my face at Grand Central. And we don't know who was behind all of that. I almost got attacked. If I wouldn't have stopped that guy, I almost got attacked. And I'm like, I just have to obey the Lord. It's so hard to just look at stuff like this and not say anything about it. But thank you guys so much and for coming back to, you know, to my podcast and listening. And let me know what you guys think about this. Have a good day. God bless.